Welcome to Across the Park podcast, a football podcast on both Everton and Liverpool Football Club, produced by six mates, the three Reds, Gary, Phil and Terry, and the three Blues, myself, Millsy, Judgy and Craig. Each Monday, we release our latest show, where we discuss the ongoing matters with both teams, whether it be good or bad, opposing views, opinions, banter and debate. We are proud to be a family-friendly football podcast and you can find more about us on our website, www.acrosstheparkpodcast.co.uk. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a show on your preferred podcast listening app and make sure you give us a follow on our social media. Twitter is Across the Park PC, Instagram is Across the Park PC and Facebook search Across the Park. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the newest feature on Across the Park ATP Snapshot. In this new feature, we catch up with guests of our live events to get their thoughts before we go on stage and get their opinions on some of the current affairs that are affecting our clubs. Our first live Liverpool event saw us have the pleasure of John Aldridge's company down at the church pub in Anfield, so he gets to kick off the feature, giving us his thoughts ahead of the night and also discussing the current Liverpool team and where it ranks amongst the great teams of the past, with the players also being ranked against some of the great players that John also played with. As well as John on the night, we also had Neil Fitzmaurice star of stage and screen as compare at the event. So we also took the opportunity to sit down with Neil, get some of his views and also catch up with him about some of the projects that he's working on at the moment. But without further ado, our chat with John Aldridge, followed by our chat with Neil Fitz. Welcome to Across the Park Snapshot with myself, Millsy and Terry down here at the church at Anfield with Liverpool legend, Mr John Aldridge. Also, thanks for joining us on Across the Park. Yeah, okay, yeah, so nice to be here. Yeah, we said we're down here at the church, it's jam-packed, we've got a night on with you tonight. What's mm-hmm. it like for you as an ex-player to come back and, and see the place packed out to see John Aldridge? Um, first of all, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's great respect, yeah. it's, it's nice that, you know, we still carry that, you know, I think it's because I'm a local lad from Garson done well for the club you know we had great times and obviously had a great side and uh, I, I'm a very passionate to our fans aren't we you know we never forget yeah looking back at your career we were doing doing the research and I think the 87 88 Liverpool team people still say to this day that's arguably one of the best Liverpool teams of all time yeah. you were in there with John Barnes Peter Beardsley Steve McMahon when you're in there day to day Mel wasn't playing on a Saturday down field do you realise how special that team is I knew straight away you know, I knew when, um, when, when Rushy went and then Kenny got me to be the pivot. Um, all of a sudden, I, me- I remember as we went, we went to Bayern Munich, we played, we'd only been training for about three days, four days, and we went and played Bayern Munich in their own ground and thought, this is too soon to have a game of this magnitude. And, and half time, we were getting beat 3 0. Right. They, they swarmed us. Second half, we, we, we got to grips, it got to 3 2. The referee disallowed a goal from me, which I didn't even know what he disallowed it for. Would have been 3 3. I knew that second half, this was something special. Yeah. Barnsley was, ah, wow. Peter, BMA. Everyone just sort of uh, combined so well. Mm. Uh, at that time, I think Craig Johnson was on the right. Then Ray Alton came, and, and, and the balance of that team was, was, uh, was ridiculously good. You know, very, very similar to, to what we're looking at now, only now it's modern day football. Yeah. You know, football's you know gone gone to a different type of level uh, to, to to watch. But in our day, our side was was so exciting, so flamboyant. Can you ask for much more as a striker than John Barnes and Peter no. Beardsley playing behind you? No, well, Ray Alton as well. Wow, yeah, of course, Ray Alton. I think Ray Alton was took for granted, many were underestimated. What a clever player! Probably the cleverest player, football brain-wise, in the team. Uh, Peter just had all the little 
dancey fuck glittery stuff and Barnes he was just unmarkable yeah. I think I mean you know? around that time John Barnes he was one of the one of the best players in the world oh yeah alien, you know, I think it, so yeah it, 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 you know, everyone looks at Brazilians, and it got said, didn't it? You know, you see him. I well, think it was a game against Brazil, Brazil weren't it? Yeah, and that, he was just that sort of put him in the highlight, didn't it? Absolutely, yeah. It, when, yeah. When, 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 as a player, you're playing back to back to goal like I was, you know, leading the line. I mean, looking at them three players, wow! I, I wasn't a dribbler anyway. Get the ball down, one touch, two touch. Give the ball to them and get in the box. Give it to Barnes, you get the far post. Yeah, nice get work. Ray, get the far post. <laughs> Give it to Peter. Look for a, look for a tapping off the goalkeeper. Unbelievable side, absolutely unbelievable. You look back at the old Spine Cop when it was standing, and you know stories of singing Beatles songs in there. The fans, it was twenty or thousands in there. What was the old Spine Cop like to play play for? Well, to go in it, it was special. I was lucky right. to you know be in the boys' pen when I was very young in my teens, and then progressing to the cop when I was fourteen. My dad allowed me to go in there as long as I got a barrier behind me, you know. Um, and it was special. The, the, the cop was brilliant, you know. It was like a say going. It was like it was like going to to a fun fun fair, right. you know, Southport fun fair in the day. But but you're watching a football team the same. You're up and you're down and the crack. It was just words you can't put into words how well special it was. I know I know times change and it, and it became an all seater. It had to. Yeah. Was that a sad moment for you to see the old span copy and demolished? Yeah, it was. But you know, after what happened, you know, and I witnessed it firsthand. You know, yeah. unfortunately, it had to be done right across the board. Um, but there's great memories. And to be fair now, you know, the last year or two, the Cups, the Cups become like quite special again, you know, with us in the Champions League and what we've done, what we're achieving, very vocal, all right, the movement's not there, the colours getting back, Yeah, yeah. you know, absolutely. getting back to a certain degree, especially with the flags, they're brilliant, you know, I'd like to see some more scarves, some more colour in there, but, it, but it's getting back to, to what it was. In, in a sitting down capacity. Well, yeah. you were there. I mean, you were there for the Barcelona game, weren't you? At Rome last season. I was, yeah, yeah. And I've yeah. seen your commentary yeah, piece from it, it actually. And, and the, the cop that game, you know, I, I was there myself. I, I was, I sit in the main stands on the Champions League games, and that was like one of the the, the maddest, strongest cop atmospheres I've experienced. You know, yeah. people talk about the Chelsea games and stuff, and yeah, I, I was in the cop for the Man City game. You know, in the Champions League the season before, and that was something special. But that one against Barcelona, you know, that that was, was unreal. It was no, absolutely it was bouncing. Yeah, it was rocking. Yeah. Now, you know, I look back at the years. I was in there for the Bruges game when we were two 0 down half time. We won three two. Went on to lift the UEFA Cup for the first time. That was a special game. Yeah. That was one of the. That was the first big comeback that I witnessed. Uh, then obviously Saint Etienne, I was there for that, you know, and you know, I've been to, been to many others since, you know, and it's something about our, our ground, something about the stadium, you know, the atmosphere. It does scare teams. It has got a massive influence, you know, and, and long may it continue. Yeah, I mean, is it is it is it special? If, like for you, you know, you, you mentioned there. You, you're not just a fan, a football player who's played for Liverpool. You're a fan of Liverpool, aren't you? Oh yeah. You know, you've lived every single boy's dream, really. You know what I mean? You, yeah. As you say, you've gone from the boys' pen to actually wearing the red of Liverpool and playing in front of that cup. I mean, it, it just put it into words, you know, because it's just unbelievable. It's an unbelievable story. You know, when, when I was when I was younger, I was Liverpool daft. You know, lived and breathed Liverpool. You know, you get older. I've got my family now, and my grandkids, and my grandkids, and my mums, and you know, all the family. But Liverpool's right next, right next to them, and just just the way I am. We, I, I wrote to Bill Shankly when I was young, and he sent me back uh, a reply with from his typewriter signed and some autographs from the players, which I couldn't believe at the time. Um, 
and that just strengthened me 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 hold within Liverpool. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's even when I was managing, when I was playing for other teams, you know, at the end of the game, straight to the radio, you know, how did Liverpool get on after every game? How did he get on? So, so you know, and then when when I finished and walked out on football, you know, started going back with Radio City, you know, to all the games, home and away, you know, it just got back into me, and I'm 61, going on 17 now. You know, I'm right into it. I, you know, I, I love it. Much. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's right. I mean, it's um, absolutely. It's it. it you know, I, as a fan myself, I just can't. You know, I, I try and you try and sort of picture. You know, going from like a kid playing football and stuff, and then you, you end up playing playing, playing for the well, football club. It, it is. You know, it's it, when I first put the shirt on. It was it was like a dream. It was like I was in a dream. Yeah. I, and then I scored a goal. My first game, we won one 0 against Southampton, and Danny Rowe then scored the winner against Peter Shilton. And I always remember running back to the cop after celebrating, and the cop was singing my name. Twenty odd thousand people singing my name, and I looked above the crossbar where we used to always stand. Knowing my mates were there, there yeah. same place we stood for donkey's ears, watching me score Danny Rowe then, and running back towards him, and that was something. Yeah. The air stuck on the back of my neck. Yeah. That I knew I wasn't dreaming no more. Yeah. One of the best moments in my life. I can imagine. That was yeah. to realise that I'd achieved my ambition of all, you know, for, for playing the team I love. Unbelievable. I think when you talk Liverpool to any generation, people think Kenny's ugly. He's yeah. fans are protective of Kenny. They love Kenny. Yeah. What was it like to play with him and be coached by? He was a special player, but he was just hanging. He hung the boots up when I uh, play, I played one game with him. We were in oh, Israel. God, he was a terrible moaner. Bloody hell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was a terrible moaner. I was, I was scared playing alongside him, to be fair. It was only for the half. And, uh, oh, he, just Kenny's Kenny. You know, he, he wants perfection. But, uh, yeah, obviously, we had a great side. And, and you know, I'll just look back. And I was, I, I'm really gutted that we didn't win the two doubles that we should have done. Yeah. You know, madness, the both of them. You know, look, but that team, he was so special. Yeah. You know, it was really untouchable in them years. Only Arsenal come need, need, need to us. At the end, yeah. Well, one thing that you're quite famous for, you might not know, if you type, you type your name in YouTube with Liverpool, it's your interview with ITV when you're leaving Liverpool. Oh, Isn't yeah. It? And you look absolutely gutted I was, yeah. leaving. Can you remember that interview and how, how you felt? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. It was, um, oh, what's his name? I know the interview really well. Elton Wells, was the host, wasn't he? Yeah, ITV, yeah, yeah. He's... he's He's always on the telly. I'll get, that'll come back to me in a minute. <laughs> He's very well known. Um, yeah, but I knew I was going, and um, and I was gutted. They just scored 31 goals the season before, yeah. in less games than what I played the first season. So I thought, you know, I warranted staying at the club. Well, I was after a new contract, to be quite honest. Um, so to get shown the door was hard to take. You know, it really was. And I knew the fans felt the same way. Yeah. I'm a local lad who done good and, and and being from Liverpool, we're very proud of our own people, yeah. our own our, our own personage and um, so it hurt me a lot. It you really deep down it, it it hurt me a lot. It still does to this day to be quite honest. But I had to see sense and I know Kenny said I'll, I'll be on the bench all year, I won't be playing. So I was pushed out, I was pushed out and it hurt me but I went to a great club, great people. The Basques, very similar to the to Scousers, very proud, well, the proud, like right. us. And uh, I loved it there. It got me, you know, it's a, it's a different way of life, it was a different way of football. 
but I benefited it for it in the long run. So leaving Liverpool is one of the saddest days of my life, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, moving on to, to present-day Liverpool, yeah. this side now, just brought the European Cup back to Anfield, it's blowing most teams away. Can you compare that to maybe a, a previous Liverpool side that you've been part of or watched in the past? I think everyone's got their own definition, every side's got their own definition. You look back the years and football's changed. These lads have been brilliant. I've, absolutely. I was, I, was, I was so scared in Madrid in case we lost that. For us to have a season like we had last year and come away with nothing would have been, talk about devastating. It would have been horrendous, you know, in football terms. Um, so I, I, when Origi scored, wow, I knew they got what they deserved. Klopp got what he deserved. Yeah. The fans got what they deserved. And it was a great moment. That yeah. moment I remember that for, for a long, long time. She was that at the net, 2-0, they weren't coming back. And, and the club were back in the big time. Liverpool of Vian with arguably one of the greatest teams the Premier League have ever seen this season in Manchester City. Yeah. How close are Liverpool to, to doing what they want what you want to do for years and years now and bring that 19th league title back to Anfield? I don't like talking about it. Everyone talks about the league. I don't like talking about it. I'm, I'm a pessimist anyway. Um, I like shoving it out the way and seeing what happens at the end. Okay. But uh, if anyone's going to run them, we are. You know, We're going to run close. They're a great side. They've been, they've been allowed to do things which they shouldn't have done the club. We know that, you know. Um, but they've got themselves a fantastic manager, coaching staff, you know, brilliant players, uh, first team and second team. And for us to do what we did last year, lose one game and run them all away, was 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 was, was that that in itself was amazing. Yeah. This year, um, we will run them. I'm sure we'll run them. Their eyes, hopefully, will be swayed with something they've never even got near to in the European Champions Champions League. I don't think they've ever got the semis, I don't think. No, no. Um, and I know, looking at Pep Guardiola's reaction the other night, desperate. They're playing at an ordinary side and he was jumping all over the place when he scored the two goals. So, they're desperate for that. Do you and think Liverpool's in Pep's head? Possibly. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think there's a... You know, maybe maybe a hint of jealousy. What we did, hey, we've been jealous of them as well. You know, for for some time winning games, willy nilly, and they're a fantastic side. We know that, but the Reds, the Reds will get turned as the season develops and the longer they go in the Champions League, because the owners are desperate for that, the yeah. club's desperate for that, and see if they can keep the the eyes on, on on the league, the Premiership as well. Yeah, I think it's the ultimate respect, isn't it? When you know we've talked about it on our podcast a couple of times. They came to Anfield and you know in the league last season. And basically defended, you know, which you'd never see Man City go Absolutely. anywhere else and defend. And they came to Anfield and basically said, and that is the ultimate compliment that you can give, isn't it? You know, Guardiola's basically the only team that he's ever sort of sacrificed his, his approach for was, was Liverpool's Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool at Anfield. So, you know, we, we, as, as you say, we, we know they're an absolutely phenomenal side, but so are we. You know, yeah, let, yeah. you know, make make no bones about it. Absolutely to be phenomenal. Fair, the, them tactics of his, um, they work unbelievably well. You know, they, they sh- perhaps should have won the game. They missed the penalty. Uh, in a few weeks' time, it would be interesting if he does it again. Yeah. I think he will. I think he will because he knows he's took us toe-to-toe at Anfield, lost every game. The one time that he, he threw them tactics in. But we know that now. So Klopp will have an inclination because we didn't expect that on the day. Even Jürgen did. He thought it was going to be a fantastic game. But we'll know if they sit back, he will look at different tactics to maybe get the first goal, which will... They'll have to come out then. Yeah. And that's the all important thing if they do that. Yeah. 
Now look what's Danny at the church across the park with John Aldridge. We're going to let you get on with the night, John. Thanks so much for joining us on Across Cheers, the Park. Cheers, lads. Cheers, John. Welcome back to Across the Park. Snapshot myself, Millsy with Terry. Down at the church for a John Aldridge night with the friends of the show and scouse legend, Mr. Neil Fitzmorris. Oh, Fitzy, very... welcome back to Thank Across the Park. Thank you very much. It's been, it's been too long, lads. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I'd upset you. I haven't heard from you for ages. Can't upset us, Fitzy. First of all, before we move to Liverpool, back on telly in Brassic. What, what a show that is. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts, isn't it? It's a Hilarious. bit bonkers, like, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Bishop, I played, yeah. Yeah, with me gold undies on. <laughs> now, I had to go back to Kylie, them. They were Kylie's, them, you know, it's only me. It's only me and Kylie fill a pair of gold shorts like that, let me tell you. <laughs> I was down here at the church for a night with John Aldridge and yourself. Memories of Aldo as a fan? Ah, listen, I can't talk enough about that guy. I mean, I'm born and bred literally over the road in St. Domingo Vale, and... Uh, 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 and uh, I appreciate what he is as a fan. I, I, I'm as proud of what John's done on off the pitch as on. He's, right, yeah. he's been one of the greatest ambassadors for the, just because he's a fan. Yeah. You know, we, we live in a modern day football world, really, where there's a lot of foreign players, a lot of players who, are, you know, they're contract players, aren't they? They're career players. They'll come, they'll, they'll kiss the badge, and then they'll go to another club. So it's refreshing when you speak to someone like John, very much in the mould of your Stephen Gerrards, and a lot of the old school Liverpool players who, who say when you play for Liverpool, you never really lose that. You know, the Everton lads have got it as well. The Everton lads have got their players that they can look and go, I appreciate you as a fan as well as a player. And, yeah. and certainly John, for me, is one of them lads who's uh, he's never stopped being a Liverpool fan. We were just talking to John just then about the, the time he left Liverpool. Rushy came back from Italy and Aldo was sort of pushed out. As a fan, were you gutted by that at the time? Can you recall that, that period? Or? Yeah, I can. I can. In fact, I was at the 9 0 yeah. We went to the Arkles around the corner afterwards for the bevy, for the stay behind. Yeah, I, I, I always felt that there was... Um, he was taken for granted a little bit, John, okay. at the time, because Rush was such a legend. And actually, what you've got to understand is when Rush came back, he didn't really set the world on fire straight away. And Dalglish was, was relying on Aldo to get the goals, and he, but he was still banging the goals in. Yeah. Um, so I felt underdog's the wrong word, but I felt that there are times when he was unfairly appreciated. Um, and uh, so, which is why I, I, I always gun for him more, because. because he, 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 he carried himself really well in that period right. didn't bitch and moan about it like these are now these players are yeah. now where you know if you don't play for three games they're on Twitter going I'm not happy <laughs> yeah professional he, he, he just, yeah he was a professional he's, he's always been a professional he had he had the ghost of of, of Rushy very much yeah. you know when you think about it if you're, if you're brought in really to replace a player who then is bought back very very quickly you know he must have been thinking hang on a minute here. Exactly, but one yeah. thing he did was he never stopped banging the goals in he, he, you know he he, he carried himself really well, and and, uh, and I think he's loved, you know, universally by Reds for that. Yeah. Well, we're looking forward to the night tonight with yourself and, and Aldo. Moving on to present day Liverpool, you were on our show back in April. It was before the Barcelona semi-final, and one thing you did say is if Liverpool win the European Cup, that's the start. Watch out. Yeah. Do you still feel that way now? I think so. I think I think I think the one thing I've noticed with Liverpool in recent in recent times is they've got a winning mentality. And we only have to look at recent games they've been through with the Sheffield Uniteds. We're, we're going through matches now that we wouldn't have got results in. We just would have got draws. We might have got nicked on the counter. We get right to the end, Sheffield United, and they, all right, the goalie spawns it, but it doesn't matter. It's about that pressure. Uh, the Salzburg game tonight was absolutely bonkers. Yeah. But still, from 3-0 down to 3. Don't forget, you've got players on that pitch who've gone 3-0 up, get 3-3. And they are getting done to them what they've done. Yeah, of course. So that yeah. must be on their minds as well. And yet they still find it in them to get it. So I think winning a big trophy like that, it's certainly released the manager because he had that monkey on his back. It's got rid of that. And I think there is a definite thing about a winning mentality. And I think Liverpool, it's not so much about them winning every game. It's about how difficult Liverpool are as a team to beat now. And, yeah. I, and I think that's, I mean, the, the miracle of Barcelona, that second leg, 
I said, if we get a goal early on, don't write us off because yeah. there's something magical about that ground and about that team when they get a nick, when they nick an early goal. And I think from that game, if anything, even before the final, that was a level up. That was, that was the next day after that, people were going, wow, this is a team. Yeah. You know I mean, we've, we've officially broken Barcelona. They haven't been the same team since. No, no, absolutely not. I mean, they're not the only team, are they? You know, there's other teams that we've sort of we punished. You well, know, Bayern Munich got it. Well, just well, there we go. Yeah. And that's you know, that's the one for me that the, the Bayern Munich one is. You know, when when we beat them, it was all they're on the way out. They're an elderly team and all that. They're on the wane. They they're just absolutely battered spares there, and that just makes it all all the better. And and you know, that puts it into into stark contrast, doesn't it? Of how good that was that we went over there and yeah. done them on their own patch. Yeah, I mean, the fact of the matter is, the games are going thick and fast. They're going to get thicker. December's outrageous yeah. for games. We've got a good squad. I don't think we've got a squad that can compete on all fronts like that. I think there's going to come a time when Klopp has to start deciding what he's going to do. Obviously, the league's the big one, in it? Um, and I just think that I can't see us getting beat much. If we get through the season unbeaten, it'll be extraordinary. If we get through the season win everything, it'll be ridiculous. Yeah. But I just think that there may be a game too far at some point coming along for us that we'll have to regroup. But the, the games we've struggled at have come in the right time for us. We've got through them, and then we've been able to... To, to move, move on. on. Does this Liverpool team remind you of a previous one, or has it got its own identity now? If it reminds me, my generation and the generation a little bit older than me, whatever, will remember that the, the old old team. 87, 88. The 87, yeah. 88 team. We're just there. I mean, bear in mind, we're talking about a front three now of Mane, Firmino, and Salah. He had, he was, he had Beardsley, Barnes, and Aldridge. I mean, that's that was a, that was a decent <laughs> oh, triangle itself. Yeah, and absolutely. then it was Rush. Beardsley and, and Aldridge yeah. these were great players and I used to go back in them days it, it was honestly you would you would the, the game would start and it would just be a matter of how many we won by that's how far away we were from from every other team yeah. and let's face it if it wasn't for Man City we'd have been 24 points clear winning the league last year yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's and thank God thank God there is a team fighting them yeah. because this this league would be very very dull if, if it was City 12 points ahead mm. it would be very dull so thank God we're about to try and sort of put a bit of a scare up them and keep things going a little bit. Yeah. But I think it, this is an incredible team. There's no doubt about it. But if it harks back to another one I can remember of, of that feeling of we're going to win all the time, it was that it was that it was that eighties late eighties team. Eighties team. Look, we've got a massive night tonight with yourself and Aldo. We're looking forward to it. Before yeah. we let you go, you got much going on at the moment yourself? Yeah, I'm doing a couple of things. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. There's Brassic Two's coming up. Great. Uh, I'm doing this thing about a, a, a Premiership football club at the moment called the First Team. All right. Okay. So I'm playing the father of one of the players of a, of a scouts player in a Premier League club. Yes. Um, and I'm doing this uh, a, a sitcom at the moment called uh, Semi Detached with Lee Mack, playing Lee Mack's brother. So all thick and fast. So busy as always. Busy as always. I always keep busy, mate. Proper scouser. Otherwise, I've got to go and put a shelf up. Do you know what I mean? I've got, <laughs> got, to, I've got to avoid DIY at all costs. <laughs> Pleasure, lads. Really Pretty, looking thanks forward so to much. It. Cheers, boys. Cheers.